Hello, and welcome to the Mastering Social Media for Schools podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Gribble. I've been celebrating students and staff on social media since 2014. I'm in the trenches with you, and I know it's not an easy task. So if you're responsible for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more for a K-12 school district, you are in the right spot. You're going to lean in and learn some simple, actionable tips to help you reach even more people. And that's all going to happen while keeping your sanity. So let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the podcast. I am excited to introduce you to a return guest, my dear friend, Sarah O'Donnell. She is amazing. She is out of Stevens Point Area School District here in Wisconsin. And it's a special episode because her school went viral in a very positive way uh, with a moment that was captured at first with just a photo at a cross-country meet. And we're going to really break down exactly how it happened, where she saw it first, how it was taking off, how she posted it onto the district page, and then how media and eventually um, large media like Good Morning America came on. She's going to share some of the um, key takeaways and just how they were able to um, secure even more of the story, including video uh, when it just started out as a photo. I really think the underlying message that Sarah is going to share, she has been in her district for 12 years, is just truly the power of building that culture of storytelling and that not everything has to be reliant on her and her being at every event. And so um, this is just a great episode. I'm so excited for you to learn from Sarah today. And Sarah, as in many of you uh, out there across the country, um, are maybe part of my membership community. Um, Sarah has been part of our membership group uh, for a while now. And if you like hanging out, if you love listening and you're just like, yeah, I get all this free stuff from Andrea. Well, imagine that times a hundred um, with daily support, um, not only from me and my team, but people like Sarah that are there to cheer you on, help answer your questions and really take your skills to the next level. Um, Stephanie Thomas, she's the uh, activity director um, at Colby Public Schools, uh, USD 315 in Kansas. And uh, of our membership group, Stephanie said, the most significant benefit that I have had in this membership group for the last two years is having someone else research the science and trends that are happening in social media, then in turn share best practices with me. It has freed up so much time making communication and social media less complicated and more efficient. As you look into 2024, less complicated and more efficient Yes, please. I will take that. I love this community. It makes me a better communicator. I love learning from all of you. Uh, consider this your formal invite to join that membership group. You can head over to my website, socialschoolforedu.com, and learn more and get signed up there. Now let's get into today's K-12 PR tip. Hey there, podcast listeners, your K-12 PR tip for today, it is 2024 now, but I'm going to go back and share uh, a piece of advice that not everybody has heard of, not everybody has taken action on. And I guarantee 
that it will help you save time. Many of your school pages receive posts, comments that have links to very phishing live streams that really aren't live streams. They're asking for people's credit card numbers or apparel orders. You guys, you need to use Moderation Assist. When you are on your Facebook page on your desktop, make sure you're logged in as your school page and go up to Professional Dashboard. And then scroll down to the left-hand side and go to Moderation Assist. There is the ability to really moderate comments in a controlled way where you can auto-hide certain aspects of let's say somebody doesn't have any followers or they don't have a profile picture, maybe you limit their ability for their comment to be seen by all of the people on their page. Well, one of those controls is link in their comment, okay? If you have not enabled that, please do that today. That will auto-hide. That means the comment's still there, but the only person that sees it is the person who posted it and anyone they're friends with, but not everybody on your page will see spammy or fictitious or phishing type of posts on your page. So if you have not used Moderation Assist, it's your new best friend. That's this week's K-12 PR tip. Now, this episode is going to teach you a lot about social media storytelling in a school district. So let's get to this interview with Sarah O'Donnell. Well, good afternoon, Miss Sarah O'Donnell. How's it going? It's going really good. We got two Wisconsin girls coming at you, two basketball moms this time <laughs> of year, talking some hoops. Absolutely. Um, but today we're going to talk a little bit about something specific. I had you on a previous podcast interview, um, and you shared a lot about what you're doing with social media there at Stevens Point. But um, today we're going to talk about a specific story that ended up on Good Morning America, which is kind, kind of a big deal, right? It was so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So exciting. But um, just if if people didn't meet you in your last, uh, you know, in the last podcast interview, why don't you just give a quick introduction to you um, and Stevens Point Area School District? Yeah, absolutely. So my name's Sarah O'Donnell. Thank you so much for letting me come on and chat with you again. Um, I am the Director of Communications for Stevens Point Area Public School District. We are located right in the heart of central Wisconsin, um, so kind of close to and far away from everything all the time. True. Um, yeah, we are a mid-sized school district. We have about 7,300 students, um, 15 schools, about 1,000 staff members, um, and I am a shop of uh, one and a half, so I'm really excited to have that half a person um, helping Yay. Yes. That has been um, a journey and you got it, it added. Yeah. Such a journey, such a journey. So um, yeah, that's us. And that's what we do here and excited to, to talk through kind of what happened here with our cross country team. Yeah. So just tell me about um, what was the post about? How did you hear about it? How did you share it? Um, just tell, tell me, I guess the basics of what happened and then how, it ended up on your social media page to start us off with. Yeah, for sure. So we actually have 
um, a little bit of segmentation in our social media channels. So we have a district social media page, but then we also have um, our high school has its own social media. And then we've actually branched off um, into having uh, some of our teams have their own social media channels as well. We've just found that they have really specific audiences that are following them and um, it just is working for us. So yes. This particular um, photo was shared. It wasn't a video at first um, to our our high school page. And what had happened was our boys cross country team, which is an incredibly successful cross country team for years and years. Um, they win states almost every year. They were three peats this year. They compete nationally, like at the Nike. Um, I mean, they're just they're amazing, amazing boys, and really, really well coached and. What had happened is they were finishing a race. Um, this was um, late August, early September, and one of their competitors what had you know kind of tripped at the finish line and was not going to be able to finish um, in that spot. And two of our runners turned around from their spot, so they would have finished second, third, fourth. Um, they gave up those positions to go back and help this student from um, an opposing team make sure that they cross the finish line. So a photo was snapped of that and shared on um, our our high school's team. And I was not super paying attention to that channel, right? And, you know, it's the weekend and you're kind of sort of checking. And um, the next time I picked up my phone, just right, it had blown up, like just hundreds of likes, thousands of shares. It was just really cool to see that take off. So that was initially what happened. Okay. Um, our um our assistant athletic director sorry i was trying to think of his exact title um was the one who had shared it so okay. so really grateful to him for for seeing kind of the moment and and recognizing that that was something to share with our community so um we'll link back to the original post i'll be able to do that right Absolutely. so what was the, um, do you remember kind of what the caption was off the top of your head? Was it something long or was it just very short? Something or short, right? Like okay. super proud of our boys for, you know, showing good sportsmanship. I think it was something like that. And we did share it then obviously to our channels um, as well. Um, once we saw it that morning and, and continued to see lots of comments, um, lots and lots of support for our team. Okay. So when you saw it taking off and then all of a sudden saw like thousands of shares, mm -hmm. did, did you recreate a post and put it as a new post on your district Facebook page? Or did you just share the post that was from the high school and then post that onto your district page? Originally, we just shared the post from okay. the high school. We wanted to okay. make sure that we were pushing people back to that channel. That's okay. not a channel that has a lot of likes, to be really honest. Um, okay. It doesn't get a ton of engagement. Um, it's sort of hit or miss with that channel. So we felt like it was a good opportunity to share and help brand the high school yep. um, from, from that post. Okay. So um, obviously, you must have got you know more views on it, more comments, Mm -hmm. um, so what happened next? I think we probably had local media start to reach out to us. Okay. Um, at which point, you know, I made a call to our athletic director and said, hey, this is getting some attention. Sorry, my phone's going. Um, okay. so, <laughs> always something to do here. It is. Um, you know, this is getting some attention. Can you get me in touch with these athletes um, and the coach and let me know, you know, what they're willingness is to do some of these interviews. You know, I, I think at that point we had had one uh, local outlet reach out 
asking if they could do an interview. And usually when that happens, we try to just stack them for folks. So like if one's coming in, let's bring all three or four in okay. and then the boys aren't right. Like we're not taking up too much of their time. Um, so started setting that up and then we started to receive requests in, um, to that Facebook page. So we started seeing media outlets that are not local outlets come in and ask like, Hey, we saw this post. Would you be interested or able to help us connect and do interviews, um, with these individuals? So that was really exciting. Um, and we have really great working relationships here where folks know, you know, if media is calling that comes to me, that's not something that they, um, typically want to do on their own. Um, and certainly we would expect them not to do on their own. Um, so I was really glad to be um, able to get those right away and really take that off their plate and facilitate facilitate those interviews for them. Okay. So we got the interviews set up with the local media. Um, what happened then? I mean, because it went from local media to then to Good Morning America. So how does that happen? Was that something that you help push or did that happen organically? Yeah, a little bit of both. So the original okay. request from Good Morning America came in through the reporter, like called my phone, right? Okay. Hi, whoever reporter from Good Morning America, and we'd love to speak to your your students. Um, so that was fun. I actually think when we went up to prep the boys for it was a Zoom interview was the original interview. Uh -huh. um, and, you know, we're doing some talking and um you know, like, like, do you know what outlet this is for? And they're like, no. I was like, oh, this is, this one's Good Morning America. And like the jaws just like hitting the floor, right? Which was, I think, really authentic too, because you don't want them too prepped, right? You want that really like emotional response from them. So that was kind of fun. Um, just helping them get ready for that interview. And then where I would like to think this is where, you know, communication directors are earning their keep. Um, really, really pushed to have that be it, originally, it was only supposed to be a web story, which is awesome, right? That's great. Um, but knew that to get us like on to Good Morning America, we were going to need some video aside from the picture, right? Because media, okay. they're going to want to have video, right? Um, didn't know if there was video. Um, so in speaking with one of the athletes, he's like, oh, yeah, so and so shared that, who happens to live like three doors down from me because it's <laughs> Stevens Point. Um, so quick called up uh, Mr. Hill and said, hey, would you be willing to share this with us and sign the copyright over to us as well um, so that we have a right to share this out to folks? And he was like, yes, please. That sounds great. Um, so we were able to provide um, some of that additional materials that we knew they needed and then really push that this was a story that was worth receiving that recognition on Good Morning America um, and then once we knew that was secured, we contacted other national outlets as well. Um, so it was on MSNBC um, and one other one that I can't remember right now, which I should have in my notes, but I don't. So okay. so that was that was really nice too. like once once one outlet had you know deemed it newsworthy, uh, we knew we could really push and get some of those other contacts to to do the same. So one question I have, um, you, you talked about getting the video and the copyright so that mm -hmm. the school could share that. Mm -hmm. Now, this was a vulnerable moment for the student from the opposing team who, yes. um, who faltered at the end of a really powerful, you know, race, obviously your athletes are good. And, and so is he. So what, if anything was done in regards to maybe getting his approval or not on the video? Mm -hmm. You know, anything like that? 
We ensured he was blurred when he appeared. Okay. Because we didn't, right. We did want to be really sensitive to that fact. Okay. Um, he had also been in contact with our athletes via Instagram. I think they had chatted back and forth. So he knew what was happening. Um, okay. but we were, we, we, we tried to be as sensitive as possible, right. To what had occurred while also celebrating our students. That's a really good point. Okay, cool. So there was no issue then with that student saying, oh my gosh, I don't want this being, but you, you took the uh, time to make sure that you just blurred the face. Um, and, uh, so that, that, that wasn't identifying in any correct. way. Correct. Okay, cool. Um, so this is, have you ever went on national news before? Maybe you have. I not in recent memory and I don't, not for that my work here. No. Okay. So I, I have like national experience in other facets yeah. of my life and public relations work that I've done, but not for our district. So that was really, really exciting. Yeah. And such a positive story and proof again, that all these positive stories, like we need to get them out there. And so it's no longer when we're listening to this, it's no longer cross country season. Although you know, in parts of the country, Sarah, I guess it doesn't snow in the wintertime, but some of not- I hear some people do run in the wintertime too. I, I don't run when it's warm out or when it's cold. <laughs> yeah. If I'm running, you better run too. Right. <laughs> um, but what was your biggest kind of takeaway from this experience? Um, you know, just maybe some lessons learned, uh, for, for you. I think one is really being keyed in to where the athletes were at any given time. So there came a point where they were really overwhelmed with the attention. Okay. And we had to start denying requests. Okay. Um, we would provide um some additional, like some audio we had, some video we had of the boys. Um lo- our local outlets had provided us some information, like our some B-roll that they had taken as well. So we were still able to answer those requests, but we weren't really continuing to bother the athletes with that. Um, because like I said, like it did, it just, it got a little bit overwhelming for them. Okay. Um, two was, we had a really cool opportunity related to this, um, Google called, which that was a first for me. Google has never called my office line before or anyone. Yeah, people, uh, people, Sarah are like, Hey, I, sometimes I want to call Google to ask them what the heck right? is going on, but you had right? Google call you. So tell they me. They called us. They do a year in review video every year. I don't know if people are familiar with that. It's, it's a very cool video. They wanted to use this footage in this video and really feature, right. This great act, which sounds amazing. However, there are rules in our state related to WIA regarding amateur status for athletes. Okay. Um, so in working with our WIAA here, and I'm sure other states have, you know, similar agencies and organizations overseeing their athletics, um, they deemed that would if we would have provided that video, it would have been considered the athletes endorsing Google, which then would put their amateur status at risk. And these boys are a sophomore and a junior. So they still have like track season coming up and then like, like one and one has multiple um, mm-hmm. seasons. And we weren't willing to risk WIA maybe deciding that that was uh, against their, their rules and violations. So even though it's this really cool opportunity, like for the district and our high school and the team, we did have to turn that down because I'm not willing to risk their amateur status for competing for that. So I think just being really aware of 
how maybe that storytelling doesn't always come first, even though you want it to. Yeah. So that would be another one. And then I think the third is I'm just really grateful. And I think this really reinforced for me the time that I have taken and that we all take to build relationships, especially even in a slightly bigger district. Um, it can be tough to have your pulse on everything. Mm-hmm. So having um, someone like our ass- assistant athletic director, like keyed in and knowing like, hey, this was really cool. I can share this here. And he's been through training and he oversees, you know, like it doesn't have to always be me that's doing mm-hmm. all of that storytelling. Um, and then just really offering that support as we go through and lots of thanks and praise, right? So knowing that he really deserved a, a lot of credit for that. And, and we have mm-hmm. given him a lot of credit for that and are just really excited that we've been able to grow our, you know, even though, like I say, I'm a team of one and a half, I often feel like my team is much bigger because yeah. I know I have folks that are really trying to help us tell those stories. Yeah, you've you've built a really an environment, a culture that believes in that positive storytelling. And the other thing I guess that I like is that, okay, it happened on a weekend. You spotted it, then you shared it, and then you saw the positive feedback. It's not like you have to think, oh, that's old news. Because right. there's so many people, when when so many people like something like that, it is newsworthy on a bigger scale and more people do deserve to hear about it. I know not every post, you know, the the goal isn't necessarily to go viral. The goal is to celebrate the great things that are happening. But I'm sure that getting national attention for the traits that your students are exhibiting during a competition, okay? They're competing and they're fierce competitors, but yet they made that decision in a fraction of a second, instead of going over the um, finish line, they went back to help him. I mean, what a powerful way to get that story out to almost everybody in Stevens Point. Then they knew about that, right? Yes, yes. And they are, you know, I mean, not that like the board accolades, Matt, but like our board was beyond pleased, right? I mean, just to get to celebrate that. Um athletic you know all athletes beyond pleased and I think too it it speaks to when you talk about old something being old news I really I had a lady call me yesterday from Illinois yeah they are some kind of an award and I mean she was emotionally moved on the phone about like what she had seen and what they had done and we're sending this award and can I send it to you and can you send me pictures I'm like yeah that sounds great but that's months after so When we think of creating that content that has some of that staying power, that really does help us tell those stories without us explicitly having to say it. You know, we made sure when they were on Good Morning America staged behind them are, you know, all the trophies and, you know, like we made sure that they had that piece of the story as well. Um, But just really letting their their actions speak for for themselves. And I'm assuming, too, when you got some of that extra coverage on social media, you also celebrated that as well. So you were able to kind of get more uh, more eyes on the content and not being afraid because so many people, Sarah, are like, I already posted that. Sarah, some people in like our membership group are like, I did this style of interview last year. I need to do something different this year. It's like, no, you don't. 
Because people, if it worked well last year and you're asking different kids and you're getting different content, it's going to be good again this year, right? I always remind myself too, like, I don't understand how the algorithm works, but I know that not everybody saw it, right? Like even this that went viral, that like other people were sharing in our, our other local groups, I know not everybody saw it. And if you did already see it, like, okay, cool. Like you can just keep scrolling if you don't want to see it, or you can stop for a second and be like, oh, that's cool. They're on Good Morning America. Like, and move on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, this is great. And I love how you were unable or were able to unpack all of the uh, key takeaways. Is there anything you would have done differently if you've gone through, you know, or anything that you are planning to do differently now that you've gone through something like that? Any any lessons learned there? I know I'm supposed to have like wonderful takeaway. I don't like I feel I feel like this is one of those rare situations where the system worked like it was supposed to. Yep. Um, We had really positive feedback. Uh, The athletes got really positive feedback. They went on to win a state title, which was really exciting this year. Like they're just they're just it's just fun to watch. And um, yeah, just really, really pleased to have been a part of it. How long have you been at Stevens Point? I am to my 12th year, 12 years. Andrea. Okay. So you guys, it takes a long time to kind of cultivate this culture of storytelling that doesn't happen overnight. Um, I just got done with an interview with an amazing gal out of Missouri and she's only been there since July. I mean, she's doing amazing things, but it just takes time. And so I just want to encourage you um, because Sarah is so down to earth. She's such a beautiful human. And, uh, I, I just feel like you were able to handle, like, I would have been freaking out a little bit, Sarah. I feel like you were cool as a cucumber, but maybe I'm, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong, but you, you kind of, like you said, the system worked, the pieces were in place. You, you made sure to take care of the kids, the athletes that were involved to make sure they didn't, because, you know, sometimes you're just like, Hey, there's this is good PR. We got to keep going, keep going. Well, these are student athletes that still, you know, so what uh, what a great culture and what a great win, not only for the school district, um, but for the community. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're just I mean, I keep saying it, but I mean it like we are. We have been proud of this team for a long time. They are a much beloved team with a much beloved coach who has been here for very very long time. And I mean, they just have a a fantastic program. Like people will be in this program knowing like, like just, they're so good. Like their JV squad would have qualified for state. Like that's like, they're, they're just, they're really good. And, and that it just comes from those coaches. They're just, they're raising young men and they take that very seriously. And, and so I, I think that shows. I did have a freak out moment. Like I will share my freak out moment, Good, right? Thank you so much. You're welcome. Cause I, it's me and my superintendent, Dr. Corey Hirschbrenner, who is amazing. She's been our superintendent here for, she's going into her second year now. She's been with us longer, but in this role. And so I'm sitting at home. Cause I don't know how to like watch Good Morning America live anymore. Like, can you do that on your computer? I have no idea. So I'm at my house trying to figure out how to do live TV and she's at her house trying to figure out, and we are like texting each other back and forth and I'm taking pictures of the television to capture that. I see them on there because I'm just so excited, right? Like 
the, the most old school millennial thing I could probably do. Like, that's obviously not what we shared online. Like we went and got the actual story and YouTube clips and all that to share with our community. But that was definitely like my private freak out moment is because you think it's going to happen, but they don't actually tell you like it's airing at this time on this day. Right. So, right. so that yeah. was really exciting for both of us. We really, it, it was nice to get to share that moment with my superintendent who's been really supportive of communication. It's such a uh, show of the times, 2023, <laughs> 2024. And like, we don't even know how to get live TV. Like, wouldn't our the last time I tried to watch like, the, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Our 15 year old selves, Sarah would be laughing at us right now. And then it's well, they like, are. Yeah. yeah, they are. But they are. Uh, yeah, we know how to do a lot of d- other things. Other that, things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for, for hanging out and sharing this whole experience. Um, and if, if anybody has some questions or wants to just get connected with, to learn a little bit more, what's the best way to stay connected to you? LinkedIn is probably the easiest. I'm on there at Sarah O'Donnell PR. Otherwise you can always email me at my district account. Um, S O D O N N E L at pointschools.net. Okay. So we'll link both of those in the show notes as well, along with uh, some of this coverage from this event. You guys, these types of things happen a lot. I mean, you know, I know this is a special moment, but like our kids are doing amazing things every day. When we foster the environment where we're looking for those things, people can spot them. And like you said, it's not just you catching every story if you can build this culture of storytellers. Um, So, you know, maybe you heard about something or you're just, you know, go off those hunches, try to hunt some of those down. It might not mean good morning America, um, but it might mean some really good uh, stories and a really good feel good moment for your community. So I'm going to urge you to, in the year 2024, take a look at how you can share those things. Thanks so much for sharing with us today, Sarah. Thank you. All right, everybody. Yes, we'll see you guys next week. Take care. Bye-bye. I want to let you in on a little secret. Creating this podcast is my favorite thing to do. Now, I have a pretty amazing job all around, but podcasting is my happy place. Of course, podcasting doesn't pay the bills and I have six kids, remember? So I wanted to remind you of the three ways I help schools through my paid programs. Number one and most popular is my membership group. You can join my exclusive virtual community designed for school social media managers. It offers a treasure trove of resources, including Canva templates, daily support, live weekly training sessions, and access to a vast library of webinars. You guys, with over 400 schools across the country already benefiting from this vibrant community, you'll gain insights and tools that can supercharge your school's social media presence. Number two way that I serve schools is speaking. I love to share my passion for social media, and I do this with communication organizations across the country and school districts. You know, my keynotes really deliver actionable tips and strategies that can be implemented immediately ensuring that your school stays ahead of the communication curve. And last, number three, my team and I, we actually do social media management for schools. So many school districts struggle to stay consistent on social media. 
And that's due to a lack of dedicated communication personnel. So that's where we come in. Our team will partner with your school district to manage your Facebook and Instagram accounts. And we ensure a consistent flow of compelling stories that come directly from your staff. That's it. If you are interested in getting more details on number one, the membership group, number two, speaking, number three, the social media management, hop on over to my website, socialschoolforedu.com. And then until next time, keep telling those stories.